0: The Sauce Podcast.
1: Empowering women everywhere.
0: Hi, Lizzie.
1: Molly, so good to see you. How are you doing? Um, Not even to mention, but we've got a big B-Day coming up for our our tourist tourist gal.
0: We've got a B-Day coming up. I'm good. I mean, you know I love the month of April so, so, so much. Uh, And, you know, your birthday's around the corner in May. Um, you know, certainly, it, I I love birthdays, so it probably has to do with it being my birthday month. But just my whole life, April has been a month that, I don't know, I find like very recharging. You know, it's definitely the change of the seasons here in Colorado. We are getting finally warm and sunny weather, which we have been, I have been very ready for. Deserve
1: it, you Coloradans. Yes. Yes. yes.
0: So I'm good. Um, Yeah, like just loving the change of the seasons, loving the arrival of of April and spring. What about you? How was your trip to Sweden?
1: Yeah, actually, Sweden was really, really good. Um, We spoke about, I ended up going to Sweden. I'd never been, I've been to a couple other Nordic countries, but not to Sweden. And what a wonderful time. Just good people. Wonderful Swedish meatballs. No, I like literally loved them. Um meatballs? So, yeah. No, like, <laughs> So good. Like, honestly, and we met this guy, we were sitting at a bar and this guy's like, no, you don't understand. Swedish meatballs are some of the hardest things to make because they're a little bit, they're like smoother. Um, whereas, you know, Italian meatballs are a little bit different. And I was like, I know I need the recipe, but he's like, no, you don't get it. It's very hard to make. And I was like, I know. And I don't think I could recreate this. So truth, (laughs) food was amazing. And the truth is, is like, this year has been, this 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 calendar, you know, starting off 2023 has been good, but we talked about it. The winter really hit me hard here and just like, it's been a little, a little hectic. So honestly, it was a really nice kind of calm mm-hmm. weekend, you know, with Easter over here in Europe, a lot of people are off one or two days. So it's just, and a lot of people are out of office. So yeah. it was honestly just a really, it was a really nice break. It was really nice. Thanks mom. Wow. I'm so glad you got that. I mean, you know, you
0: know, my feelings on taking breaks and really letting yourself check out and, you know, unplug. I think that's so important. And and it's so nice when those around you are mostly doing the same because it's easier to really feel like you can take that space. Um, So I love it. I'm so glad you got to do that.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So good.
0: You know, just hearing you reflect a little bit on, you know, the calendar year so far of 2023, we're about, you know, entering, entered month four here. I've kind of been having similar reflections, not just of 2023, but of this last year of my life because yeah. I'm approaching, approaching a birthday, and um, yeah, I think it, it has been this opportunity for some really good reflection. You know, a lot happened for for me in this past year. Of course, I think one of the the biggest and most notable things being changing my job which, you know, I, I, for anybody who has recently changed a job, it's a big, you know, it takes a big toll. It's a, it's a really big kind of emotional experience. At least it has been for me. Um, and I've also just, you know, been dealing with some health stuff. I think, you know, nothing too crazy, but just really trying to get myself fully, fully healthy and thriving and not taking for granted that. So I'm with you on, this feeling of just, you know, some some reflection and some goal setting really of what I what I want this next year to to look like and how to make the most of it.
1: I love that, Mom. I think it's good to we talk about reflection at the beginning of the year. And some people are into New Year's resolution, some people are not. Some people maybe it's a birthday maybe it's not your thing at all, but I think it is, it's nice. And I think we're getting to that age where, you know, people that are older, us like, oh, girls, and I, I'm not going to sit here and say that we're old by any means, but we're getting a little bit more to an age where I think, you know, we don't feel probably as invincible as we once did in our young 20s or whatever it might yeah. be. And so mm-hmm. I think things become a little bit more real and those around us, some things come a little bit more real too. Um, so I like that you're spending some time, taking some time out for you, mom. It's important. Yeah,
0: I know. Thank you. Well, I, it's actually a great segue into our conversation today, because what we want to talk about today is this concept of, of calmness and practicing calmness in moments of stress at work. yeah, Um, And, 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 you know, we'll we'll talk about it at work, but truly I think that these skills and the kind of tips and tactics we're going to talk about apply in all areas of life, certainly not in a professional setting. But I love this topic because calmness and just like the power of harnessing your energy is so important for health both physical and mental and you know we've talked a lot about burnout and kind of getting ourselves to exhaustion and i think this also is a skill to really help, to help protect yourself from getting to empty right and how to stay calm how to really harness that that energy in your and your emotions while staying authentic, while staying, you know, fully invested, but not letting yourself be just running in, in like chronic stress mode.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think calmness has been very, very much a learned trait for me. Some people are naturally that way or some people have worked at it since a young child. I think how I've grown up, um, hectic and chaos and and cluttered is probably a little bit of even somewhat how I can operate, can, can operate. But I do think over the years and especially, honestly, my job, I think Mm -hmm. honestly being a leader and so many things and, and being in some fast paced stuff. And I'm not saying slow paced, you don't by any means, but for me being in fast paced stuff, I had to really figure out where to spend my energy. And I Mm -hmm. realized very quickly spending my energy and constantly not being calm, um, was not working for me, for those around me or anything. And so I think it's been a journey for me to really yeah. learn this. And I think I've really had to learn how to be calm, especially in the workforce. I yeah. think personal life too, but especially in the workforce. Um, and I it benefit, benefited a lot, I think, in my career from it. And it's definitely something that it's a constant work on, but it's yeah. better for me, but it's also better for my career and those around right. me for many different And those reasons. around
0: you and those that you're working with and partnering with, totally yes. agree. Yeah,
1: yeah, and so you think of like,
0: what what are some things that happen that could create this like stress trigger reaction, right? I mean, uh, the, the list is very long. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, you, it could be something as simple as you're trying to focus, get a project done, and somebody keeps interrupting you or, or, or multiple yeah. people, right? You're getting those pings. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm just feeling so overwhelmed. Please, can I focus? Then there's, I think, even much greater examples of maybe uh, a project you're working on or something you are you own is going very poorly. And yep. you are starting to spiral of like, oh, my gosh, this is kind of a disaster. This is not working. Right. That yep. you just feel those like physiological reactions in your body. Um, you may be having conflict with with a colleague, with an employee. Yep. Somebody comes up and gives you like maybe very some direct feedback that you're not ready to hear. So there's all these examples of how you can feel triggered by stress. And I really do think that the things we're going to talk about to help stay calm apply in basically every single one of those instances. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I think what's really good here, Molly, is you and I are actually a little bit different and kind of where we find our calmness or how yeah. we get there. Um And I actually think today will be really good because I think there's people that are going to relate to what you say. And there's things that probably you'll touch on and I'll touch on that we both probably use. But probably where you lean towards, there's um, it's a little bit different for me. So um, I think that we are working in in places with different personalities, different cultures, different Mm. all different backgrounds, all of that. And so it is okay that you can't stay calm at all times. It is okay, Things are going to trigger you. Things are going to get you a little bit fired up. And that is okay, but we want to help talk about why calmness is important and then what you can do about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I agree. We may have
0: some different perspectives and hopefully, you know, for everybody that can, uh, you, you can hear something that resonates with you. So, um, uh, why don't you, what, would you go first, Lizzie, with one of your tips? Cause I actually think it's a good kickoff. Yeah. Uh, you know so, how you're processing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think one of the big things is, is, is sometimes with like what, sometimes with calmness, the reason why being calm is important is because sometimes if those emotions take over and you're not calm, you don't get the full picture. You start, you know, assuming things and not really understanding things. So I think one of the things that I've really, really learned around calmness and how to, and how to do that is, is to take a breath and to take a moment. And so sometimes when something happens and I'm like, wait, what, I need to slow down. I'm a Mm fast-moving person. I talk fast. That is how I operate. And so sometimes pausing, processing is really, really, really what helps me. And people always talk about, I'm not going to react to that email. I'm going to send it in five minutes, not right away. But legitimately, it's things like that. It's pause. If you are moving in a fast, fast fast-paced place, that does not mean you can wait three days to send it. But we don't need to have that urgency of respond right away. Sometimes you need to pause let it lie. Let the emotions go through you, get to that calm state, and then you can react. And it's just such a better, more, I'm not focused, but full view, yeah. um, full yeah. view response that you can give.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you need to give yourself some space to process. And I, I have become such a continued believer and proponent of like the physiological um, signals in our body, and I will admit I'm not like this amazing meditator, and um, you know I, I'm not yeah. like this huge yogi, but I can very much tell and 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 feel the benefit of just breathing, pausing, and like truly shutting my eyes, even if it's for 30 seconds, and just taking really really big controlled intentional breath because it is it's just a chance to recenter, and it is a chance to like all of those kind of fight emotions, like fight or flight, like when your fight starts to come, you yes. really breathe and really just force yourself to take a minute. Don't start. Don't go into fight mode. Take a minute. That really allows, I think, a perspective shift. Um, and, you know, it, it may not mean that you, the issue doesn't remain as important or your response isn't as, you know, passionate but you're going to come from a greater place of control, which um, I think is to your own benefit and and most often to the benefit of the outcome, you know, of the scenario.
1: Yep. And I we actually talked about this, Molly. You were breathing with, was it with Jen Hershey? Yeah. Or, um, yeah. It might have been with was, Jen. Yeah. Yeah. And I always have known, like you always be like, Lizzie, Lizzie. And you'll take your deep breath. And again, yeah. people listening, and you see these, you know, reels on Instagram or something like that, where people will close one nostril and take the breath in, and then like release, kind of. No. But it again, it pauses you. Yeah. It gets you grounded. You feel it throughout your body. You you get out of that fight. Yeah. That deep breath calms you, and then again, you can have more clarity.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: And you've been great so, at that, Mall. You've uh, taught me that. Sometimes, well, I'm I've, like, I've learned. I've learned. I have to. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's like I actually feel, I, and I don't know if others have this, but I can feel in my body the way I would describe it is when those stress triggers are going and when I'm starting to feel out of control, it, it is almost like I'm being lifted up and it's like a little floaty, floating is happening. Then I'm like, Molly, no, down, get back yeah. in it. You're like, you're like leaving your body. Don't do that. Stay yeah. in it. I, I feel that in, in a very real way.
1: And it's it's so because like that is not my like what I think is good about this is like that is not my go-to reaction of like me feeling like I need to do breath work and and calm down. But when I do, it's really great, and yeah. I feel like Molly, you've been very good at learning that. And I and I, you know, I feel like that has been one of your go-to methods for yeah. calmness.
0: Oh, full full stop. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, yeah. so we're talking about power of breath and
0: just you know really kind of re- reacting to the physiological things happening in your body. I want to shift to a, another another tip that I love, which is practicing this concept of a growth mindset. And this, I I do think also is probably a learn. I think it's mostly a learned behavior. I do think that this is a um, a bit of a paradigm shift to maybe like how we are naturally wired when we are faced with conflict or when we are faced with. Um, again, something stress-inducing. So it is very easy to go into this mindset of, why did they do this to me? Why did this happen to me? Why me? Um, you know, you could use the words victim mentality. I don't know that that's applicable in all scenarios, but it's very yeah. normal, I think, to have the reaction, why me right now?
1: Yeah. And oh, of course, this always happens yes, to me. of course. Of course, course this always Yes. And, and that,
0: again, gets for me this kind of like spiral behavior into n- a negative space where I know yeah. I'm not going to thrive. So it's really this reframe of f- first for me, it's always acknowledging whatever is happening just exactly as it is not connected to me. So this thing is happening. I see it. I am experiencing it. But Molly, this is not happening to you. Yeah. This is happening around you. This is happening in the environment you're existing in. And so now the question is, how can I help overcome it? How can I help, um, you know, work towards a solution? And and sometimes, and I think this is really that learned kind of third level of how can I personally grow and get better through this experience. And listen, it's not always easy to to face conflict and be like, how is this going to make me a better person? So I I do believe you really have to kind of train yourself. But I know for me, going to negative, going to blame is very, very, very unhealthy. Nothing good is going to come from it for me. So I really try to push myself on acknowledge the experience. This is happening. It's not happening to me, but it's happening. And I'm in a position to help impact it. So how can I bring my best self and, and grow through this right now?
1: Yes. And here, yes. And I'll actually share on that what helps me as you say, what can I grow from right now? And this has been learned for me as well to not be the victim, to not blame. And am I perfect at it? Not necessarily, but I think, and I listen, I'll say for everybody, you can have your day as the gal who goes, you need your time. You can have your day to be the victim of the blame, but you eventually got to shift the narrative because yeah. it just is a dark place. And it's, it does, it's unproductive. Yeah. Um, you know, in majority of the time, if you could shift what I've learned, like the question I say is what am I going to learn from this? And how yeah. do I get through yeah. this? And yeah. I think what's helped me again is my career. And as we get older in life, it's kind of like, I've been through something like this, or I, this is different, but when you get through these challenges, I look back and go, I learned so much from that. You know what I mean? So now instead of going, of course, this would happen to me or, you know, I'm the victim, of course, or blame, blame, blame. I really try to say, Liz, you can get through this. We're going to get through this. You've done it before. And you're going to learn on the other side. And so Mm -hmm. I think that that is where I go to. And again, it's not easy and I'm not perfect at it. Gotten better at it is what i will saying. Yeah,
0: say. and we're never striving for perfection, right? I mean, no, gosh, We're never striving for per- perfection. We're, we're we're striving for progress. We're striving for growth. And yeah, I, th- this is hard. But I also believe it is a it is a skill, and it is a is it a it is a practice that will actually bring us more joy in, yeah. in life. I mean, it really does. Life is full of triggering stressful moments. I mean, it just truly is. And so if we let everything, you know, kind of send us to code red, you know, that's just not a, a good place to be. And that's not a healthy space to operate from. And so um, I do think taking that pause, taking that breath and getting curious, like really trying to ask questions about what this thing is. And why is it bringing these feelings up in me? And now what am I going to do to help solve it? I will totally say, you know, um, just kind of personally, you know, I referenced just dealing with some health stuff this year, trying to get myself fully healthy, you know, as, as like strong and energized as possible. There are these moments where I can go... I don't understand. This is so unfair. You know, I'm still so young. How is this happening to me? Yep. And I feel it. Like this is totally a waste of my energy and it is productive. And then it's like, well, Molly, think about it. You, you are able to overcome this. You have, you know, these resources and you have this community and really trying to shift that, that mindset and learn how, how can I be better? And how is this going to help me do that? Again, not easy.
1: No. And I think, but I think that these are all things, again, this is coming from somebody here who's really had to learn this. And I think my career again has really helped me with it. Um, and I think it's important. And one other thing kind of on all of this is yeah. I think kind of what we're alluding to is as you get through this and you say, what does this teach me? What am I learning? How can I, how can I get through this? I think a lot of it is based off of gratitude. And I know Molly, yeah. that's something that you've always been very focused on. Um, and I have some thoughts on it, but if you want to kind of share a little bit about really focus on gratitude, and sometimes I giggle about it or, you know, roll my eyes, my, my gratitude is low, but yeah. when my gratitude's high, things are really good.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, there's so much data and so many, you know, studies out there that talk about the power of gratitude. And um, I think this is another great example of having a growth mindset actually is predicated on practicing gratitude and realizing yes there are things that of course you'd like to change or there's things that you wish were different or better but rather than going straight to that first let's ground ourselves in the good let's ground ourselves in let let's say let's say it's a work issue right um you know first and foremost very fortunate and grateful to have a job today uh like i'm i'm very grateful that you know i i know my paycheck is being paid in the next 2 weeks and i have team members that i love and i get to work on super interesting challenges okay that doesn't mean there's not going to be hard stuff along the way but i do want to really just zoom myself to hey this is okay and and you actually have a lot of good this is a moment a tough moment or a difficult moment but before we go straight into that, let's orient in, in all the good. And this is so applicable outside of work. I mean, my gosh, right? Like yeah. every single daily experience, you may feel someone cut you off. That's annoying. Um, yes. You know, so the, the line is so long to check into your flight. Okay. But how lucky are you? You're getting to go on a, on a trip and travel and right. It's like bringing that that back and I, I'm not saying like toxic positivity. I am not saying yes. that. You just take the moment, a couple moments of gratitude before addressing the challenge.
1: Yes, and I would exact I would love to say that I walk around. I'm like, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. But no, I actually had a one-on-one with my boss a few months ago, and I go, my gratitude cup's a little low. I need to work on it, you know. <laughs> and he was like, you know, it's funny, Liz, you're saying that because we had this big talk about gratitude, and. But what I think I notice is when I get into that victim mentality, wanna blame, you know, sometimes I need to process that, give myself my time to kind of sulk for a bit. But you gotta you can't be sulking forever, Liz. But I sulk. But then sometimes that's when I know it's time to kind of like recenter myself, mm-hmm. pick myself up and go, Liz, take a moment and what are you grateful for? And what do you grat- What's your gratitude? And I have a gratitude journal. one of my good girlfriends yeah. gave me one, I have another one. That's just really easy, three things a day. What do you like? For some people that works, there's apps on phones and stuff too. But when you start to see that, it really helps me shift. But I feel the gratitude piece the most. Again, it's not every day I wake up and go, I'm so thankful. And some people do that. And I think it's actually really powerful. I don't. But when I start to creep down, that is when I pull my, I use pause and really focus on what I'm thankful for, what my gratitude is, what I'm thankful that I have. Um, Yeah. That is how I kind of, that's how for me, you know, and there are other people that do it daily, but it's, that's, that's a little bit tougher for me.
0: I I agree, and I think that the again we're not we're not striving for perfection. We yeah. want for ourselves and all of you to have systems that work. What system works for you to stay calm? Yes. Your system's not the same as mine, right? So, yep. what what we're talking about here, m- being mindful of the physiological things happening in your body, using the power of breath, using the power of like visual centering. If that may work for you, so so try that. Another thing that may work for you is adopting this idea of a growth mindset and being really, really committed to the idea of stretching yourself and growing and getting yeah. better. Right? Again, that may not work for everybody. Some people may find that incredibly difficult, but try, I would recommend try it. Right? And yeah. then this last one of gratitude.
1: Yes. Agree, and I think the biggest thing is that we preach authenticity on the podcast. So if you say toxic positivity, yeah. Molly, what we're saying here is calmness in the workforce. Listen, I wish we all didn't. You know, we could just react constantly, but it's not. It's not. It's okay to be authentic and to be yourself. Right. I think if you start reacting constantly to the first reaction, the first emotion that hits you, the problem is, is that sometimes it just isn't effective. You yeah. actually, if you had paused, if you had focused on something else. You would have seen this whole bigger picture. You would have seen through the trees, you know, on the other side of the forest is what they talk about. And that is what I think is really important. But don't forget to be yourself and don't beat yourself up if you have an uncalm day. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I love what you said, Molly, because actually Molly and I have a little bit different. I'm a little bit more. I need a pause. I need a little bit more time. I need to actually get curious about sometimes my feelings and curious about what the situation and ask some questions. And I actually have to process all of that. More than physical feelings is kind of what I need. More of the mental work is what I need to do there. Um, And find your thing. Be authentic. But I do think calm helps you solve what's in front of you, your feelings or a problem. 100x. And this is coming from somebody who this has very much been a learned trait. Um, And I'm not, you know, I'm practicing. So, um, and I I think that. that that's what I would share.
0: Yeah, I I love it. I and and Lizzie, I would just say, you know, as someone who's known you for eleven plus years, I I feel like I really have seen your work in in this area. and, You know, have like really seen your intentional focus on on this. And I agree with you that in in the work environments that we are in, again, fast paced, low paced, you know, new company, old company, whatever it is we all have to pay attention to what are the things that are causing stress for me and how am i showing up to to solve that and if that's not working for me or if it's not working for those around me how can i commit to to growing a little and and candidly i think just like being more satisfied in the experience overall running and operating yes. at a chronic stress level Exactly. It's not
1: fun. Yeah, it's not, not fun, and burnout is real. And we've talked yeah. about burnout on here, and that yeah. is, yeah. like in health. And while we're talking about health and getting a little bit older. Yeah, like we need to find a way to let some things out and not hang on to things. So, I really um, do hope that some of the some of the you guys all can listen to this and say, hey, like I relate to this, and this is something I'm working on, or something that's a little bit natural for me, or some of the methods that we've used will help you. Um, remember to continue to be authentic but find that center because it just makes us all like better. Like it's not yeah. worth it. It's not as fun. Um, yeah. And be bold as you go through your day-to-days at work.
0: Yes. Oh, and always eat dessert. And I just love this conversation. And please, more, more to come on calmness and gratitude and self-regulation. Lizzie, so, so
1: good to see you. And Saucers, thanks for being here. Thank you for tuning in to the Sauce Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our personal anecdotes and biz tips and tricks we shared today. If you wouldn't mind subscribing and or following the podcast on any platform or leaving a one-line review of the podcast, it helps us out tremendously. Thank you, thank you. Molly and I would also like to state that everything stated on this podcast is our own opinions and it's not shared on the behalf of others or on our employers. Thank you.